John 316 Ministries podcast. We are back for a new message, a new book, and a new testimony. So we're so excited to share this with you. Um, before we begin, let's say a word of prayer and dive into this. Our precious Lord Jesus, we come before you here uh, this day. We just thank you, Lord, for this beautiful sunny day that you've given us, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for this chance to come together again and spread your word, Lord, through song or through a reading through a testimony of Jesus and just letting folks know that you're alive, you're well, you're out there, you're ready to help people who call upon you, Jesus. And we just pray your blessing on this part of the service. We pray in your name, Lord. Amen. Amen. Alrighty, so we are on the book of Acts. And I about said the book of apostles, but I don't know where my head's at with this. But no, the book of Acts, I think it's going to be um, a really interesting one just because it's just like... Mark, it has a lot to share and a lot to talk about, and so I think it's good. Yeah, I, I do too, uh, Pastor Jay. I've been studying in it, and uh, uh, it re- it's really opened my eyes to a lot of ways, uh, a lot of things that are different, you know. And I'd like for you to share with, if you would, what you uh, shared with me just a little bit ago. That there is really interesting what you have out there. Mine says Acts of the Apostles. It's an overview of what the book of Acts is about, and it talks about the switch on the flashlight clicks. But instead of a bright beam piercing the darkness, there is only a faint yellow glow. The batteries are low. There is not much power left. Sometimes the Christian's life is like that. We want to shine brightly for the Lord, to accomplish great things for him, but instead we let off only a dull flicker. We lack the power and energy What is wrong? The answer may be simple, but we may not be fueling our lives with the power of the Holy Spirit, relying instead on our own energy to fuel our Christian walk. It is not enough. Yeah, and and like what it's talking about there, it's not enough. You know, sometimes we can uh, we can just keep on going. We don't take the time to stop, to pray, to talk to the Lord, to to recharge our, our uh, batteries, you know, and sometimes we just keep a going and we get down to almost nothing before we, oh man, I need to, I need to go to the Lord here. I need his help. And we just wait too long. I think what you're saying is absolutely correct because I can relate it to many times in my own life that we, you know, we go through these challenges in this lifetime. We go through these problems, you know, just like just last week, I think we we're talking about some of the challenges and problems that we have overcome. And just like that, the book of Acts, it's right. We have this flashlight. And if we're not shining bright, if we're not, you know, showing this glow that we have, that Christ has given us to show people, to be excited, to spread the cheer, then how can we expect him to fuel us, to give us all this energy if we're not letting him give us this energy, if we're not allowing him to come through us the way that we need him to. Yeah, and uh, uh, that kind of goes along with what it's saying right here in uh, in Acts chapter 1, verse 4. It says, Being assembled together with them, he commanded them, Do not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the, wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me. And for John truly baptized you with water, but I've baptized you with the Holy Spirit. And that's what he is saying that's what he's saying, you know, not get in no hurry, you know, but wait upon him. And that's that kind of goes along with what you're saying. That we don't need to get in a hurry and just, just pray, 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 pray. You know, there ain't nothing wrong with that either. But we need not to be in a hurry. 
but we need to do it with common sense. You know, you get to feeling bad, you don't wait till you get to feeling worse and worse before you ask him for help. How many times, if we think about how many times that we do that, that we think, well, I don't got to pray right now because I'm feeling okay. And then the day goes on and progresses and then you think, well, I'm feeling worse, but I don't need to pray just yet because I think I'm okay. And then we get into that head, that head spirit where you're having a bad day. Instead of stopping and praying while you catch that mood, you keep on going, I'm okay, I'm okay, I can catch it, I can stop it myself. But the fact of it is, is we cannot. We gotta let Jesus come in and shine bright through us to fix that mood while we can, that, that problem. But we don't do that. Instead, we're just like some of the followers. They they go on and they do their own thing and they realize, oh wait, I could I should have done that. Yeah, like you're saying, you know, they should have done it. And and if you ask the Lord to quicken your spirit, to to give you heads up before these bad things come your way, He will. But if you don't, hey, he just kind of stands back. Hey, you want to you be hard-headed about this? Hey, go on about yourself. Knock yourself out. But if he is a precious, loving father who doesn't want to see us go through bad times alone. We will go through bad times, but we don't got to go through them alone. And like I said, if we just ask him to quicken our spirit so that way never things come upon us, like you just said, Instead of waiting, uh, he will let us know, hey, you need to pray about this. You need to talk to me. I can help you if you if we do that. Exactly. Just like in chapter 1, verse 6. So when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? He replied, the Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they are not for you to know. But... You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witness, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and at the ends of the earth. Amen. Amen. I want to share with you a little bit what it says here in the commentary. It says, Jesus instructed his disciples to witness to, to people all nations and all nations about him, but they were told to wait for the Holy Spirit. See, that's what that's what that's kind of what we're going at right here this morning, this evening, Pastor Jay is is waiting upon Him, receiving receiving knowledge and wisdom from Him, not getting in a hurry. And He said He He told them to wait for the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we can get so impatient, we just get all geared up and excited, and oh, I can't wait! I gotta have this! I gotta have that! And and sometimes he's wanting you to wait because there's a better things waiting. Exactly. You know, that's it's like buying a house. You get impatient, you get excited, and you're mm-hmm. looking and you think, oh, I want this one. And then you think, oh, you go through with it, everything goes fine, but then bumps start happening. And then you think, well, why is it not working? You're getting fueled up, you're getting aggravated. But then instead of praying and asking God, to show you the way, to show you what you need to do, we get impatient, we get mad, and then we wonder why things are not working. It's just like other problems in life. It's just, we have all these problems. We have solutions to these problems, but we don't want those solutions. Mm -hmm. We want to make it difficult, and we talked about this so much through Mark, and that's where I'm excited about Acts, because Acts dives deep. It tells you, it gives you guidance and 
It's guidance and direction that we need, that we find in the Bible. That's right. That's right here for us. We have God. Amen. We just got to open our hearts up and receive him. Well, and, 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 and along with what you were uh, read, what you read earlier about the flashlight, it just came to me that uh, uh, sometimes we can't. What we're talking about is getting excited and and changing things that don't need to be changed. That's like with the flashlight thing. If you got it on and you think, well, I've been burning this thing for about an hour, I need to put new batteries in it. Well, there's nothing wrong with the ones that's in it. Exactly. You're just getting all excited because you're thinking that you're going to run out of run out of light or run out of power, but no. You need to just hold on and use it for a little while longer. You know, you need you don't need to get excited and swap out the batteries right radical right, right away. Just be patient. Exactly. We gotta let God guide us. Let him guide us the way that he needs to guide us and not we guide ourselves thinking that God guides us because that's where we get so mistaken is that instead of listening to him, instead of taking him in and his word and what he tells us, we dive and we go and we keep on running and we think, wow, God's guiding me. He's doing so much right now. And he does. He does so much. We just get mistaken. We get confused. And then what? in the end, we're letting Satan guide us because God's patient. He's kind and he's loving. And he doesn't guide you in the wrong direction. No, no, not at all. Not at all, and, and uh, I'd like to share with the with everybody here what it says right here in my commentary. It's, it's talking about Judas. It's talking about someone who follows the Lord, and if you follow Him, how can you uh, how can you betray Him? It says, how could someone who had been with Jesus daily betray Him? Judas received the same calling and teaching as everyone else, but he chose to reject Jesus. He chose chose to reject Christ warning as well as his uh, offers of mercy. Judas, Judas hardened his heart and joined in plot and plot with, with the Jesus' enemies to put him to death. You know, and I, what, what that simply is saying is, is how can you follow Lord for you know, any amount of heart, any amount of time at all and see what he is doing, see what he has done, just like what you folks there with your house and your young and all. How can you doubt? You know, and all he wants to do is be helpful. And that's what he was sent here for, to commit to uh, take away our sins and show us a better way of life and promise us, not just show us, but promise us a better way of life. Now, how can you turn away from someone like that? I just can't get that. I don't get that either because, you know, there's times where not very long ago it was just, we were like in a rock and hard place. We were trying to figure out which way to go, which way that God wanted us to go. And then we were, we were getting mad and frustrated because nothing was working out. And I was just like, why? Why is nothing working out? Why can't we get past this hard spot? Why can't we move forward? And we just kept, it was like a repeating situation over and over again. And finally, I, was, I had enough with it. And I got mad and frustrated. But then... As I was getting mad and frustrated, this calm, still voice came to me and he's like, be patient. Amen. This is not working out because it's not meant to. You're getting mad and frustrated for the wrong reasons because you're not listening. You're not allowing me to communicate with you effectively. And I, I, I just stopped for a minute. I thought, oh my gosh, you are right because I was the one who was pushing God away. I was the one who was being contrary and not listening. And that's whenever 
it helps it's made me realize that if we let him control if we don't take control of our situation if we let him take control we be patient and it may take a couple days and you may be getting real nervous but he always comes through because his plan is the best plan and we don't talk about this lightly because we've lived it you know we're living it right now where for the longest time we couldn't have kids we were as bad as we wanted that nothing was working out for us and it all was a part of his plan he waited in moments where it's made us nervous it's made us you know worry a little bit because it's all this is happening right as we're about to end our lease and go and move into a new house and it's it's crazy how it all works out but his plan it's smooth it's it's easy it's never it's late calming. it's never late no it's always on that's that's what blows me away sometimes we get excited but it's and and you know he's just he's gotta be standing back there just calm and as cool mm-hmm. as collected as can be and knows that it's gonna happen whenever i'm ready for it to happen you might as well just give it up and wait exactly and like it says here in uh in the acts 2 uh 2 2 uh, this is just part of the part of the demonstration that he does is his power and his mighty is 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 his ability it says suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a mighty rushing wind and and hit live and hit filled the whole house where they were all sitting there were appeared to them divided tongues as a fire and one sat upon each of them and and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in, in other tongues. He gives he gives he, he gives everybody what we need. Whenever we are are called to do something, he doesn't like like with the flashlight thing. He doesn't give us a flashlight with the half dead batteries. He gives us everything that we need to use to take off and do an excellent job. Just like with this here podcast and stuff like this right here. You know, sometimes we get all excited and we get aggravated with Michael and Tristan because they they bumping their heads together and grinding and going on, can't figure out how to get this stuff going. But sometimes, sometimes all it takes is just sitting back and saying, hey, Jesus, now you want to show us how to do this. Exactly. That's exactly how it is, because when we let him guide us, everything works out great. It's it's smooth. And that's where, you know, with his plan, we often wonder Well, how do we know God's plan from Satan's or from our own? We know it's his plan when it happens, when it's supposed to, whenever it goes well, it's smooth. And you don't have to worry about anything because he has your back. He's holding you. That's right. Our plans, if they're not meant to be, they will not work out. And that's a fact. And it says right here, and God made presence. God made his presence known to to this group of believers in a spectacular way mighty winds fire and the holy spirit would you would you like to uh, would you like god to uh, reveal himself to you in such a such a recognizable way i mean that would be awesome you know yes. he comes in here and he blows everything all around messes everything up but then when he leaves it's all straight right back out and, and he could do that without even thinking about it exactly you know as christians we have to burn bright like a flashlight, like a working flashlight, because a working flashlight, you can see. You can get where you need to go because it's burning bright. That's how our faith needs to be. Because if our faith is not strong, it's weak, and we're not trusting him, and we're being impatient, we're dim. We're a dim flashlight. You can't see with a dim flashlight. No. It doesn't work. That's where we have to be strong. We have to stand 
firm on our faith and know that God has our backs and trust him and let him guide us. Be the devout Christians that we're meant to be. Well, it's like you're saying, Pastor Jay, and, and he says if you if you if a bright light, you don't put a bright light under a bushel. You put it up on a hill for everybody to see. That's like with this podcast and stuff that's going on here. We we want to make everybody know. We want to let everybody be known about. It. So we don't halfway do this stuff. You know, we're reading scripture and we're taking uh, testimonies and stuff like that. We want everybody to hear what Jesus has done for us. We're not ashamed. And he says, if you will, if anybody's ashamed of him, he will be ashamed of you and not and not tell his father about you. Exactly. And that's, I was just looking here in chapter two, verse, um, verse 14. And I'm going to read through 21 here because I really like what 17 through, 17 through 21 says. But it says, then Peter stepped forward with the 11 other apostles and shouted to the crowd, listen carefully, all of you. Fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem, make no mistake about this. These people are not drunk. Are some of your, one second, my book here. As some of your are assuming, nine o'clock in the morning is much too early for that. No, what you see was predicted long ago by the apost- by the prophet Jewel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit, even all my servants, men and women alike. And they will prophesy and I will come wonders in heavens above and signs on the earth below. Blood and fire and clouds of smoke. The sun will become dark and the moon will turn blood red. Before that great and glorious day of the Lord arrives. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen. Well, what's going on and adding to what you just said there in, in the second uh, uh, Peter, uh, Acts 2, uh, 38, it says, Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the, in the, name, of the, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the promise of for the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off as many as the Lord our God will call and that's what he's saying you know repent turn away from your wicked ways you know the, 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 this is not this is not rocket science but if you're going to follow Jesus you can't follow him and straddle the fence you got to either be exactly. with him or you're against him he says it's plain and simple it says that you can't be that half dim flashlight you have to burn bright or don't burn at all because yep. you're not going to get anywhere being that dim that dull where you can't where you're you're struggling and I you know Christians struggle we all have those times and temptations where we just, we don't know what to do. We're confused and we're conflicted. But that's where we trust anyways. Trust in the times where you're having trouble trusting at all. Be with him. Let him guide you. Amen. And you're going to have times of turmoil and trouble. That comes with being a Christian. That comes with the territory. But by the grace of God, mm-hmm. if you let him lead you, mm-hmm. turn from your ways and give your whole heart to him. Like we've said before, your whole heart, not half you will see a dramatic difference in your life and your faith for sure it says if you want to follow jesus if you want to follow jesus christ you must repent be baptized to repent means to turn away from sins change the direction of 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 your life 
and 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 turn away from being selfish and rebellious against God against God's law. You got to turn away from Him. You got to you got to turn make a turnabout face. You know you got to go the other way. You what? You've been going this way for so long now. Is it working? Are you are you are you struggling? Are you beating your head against the wall? Do you get aggravated and mad and short tempered? Well, I do. So you got to learn the hard. Sometimes if you got we're so hard headed, you got to learn the hard way. Turn away from the ways you've been doing and try it God's way. You have stepped on my toes. And you didn't have no steel toed shoes on. No, no, I didn't. My regular tennis shoes today. <laughs> but no, what you're saying is absolutely true because uh, the times that I'm so I do I get short tempered sometimes. I I just like something bad happens in the day. Someone cuts me off at Walmart or something. I'm ah this person you know but. We do, and it, it's hard. Being a Christian is not easy, and there's times where you catch your glimpse of your old life trying to sneak its way back in, but that's where we got to turn away. we got to, yeah. nope, keep trucking forward because going back is not going to be any better. Sometimes we just got to take a deep breath. Okay, Lord, now show me the right way to deal with this. Exactly. Turning back is not going to do anyone any good because even though in those moments we don't see the future ahead, we don't see that bright light, but we know it's there. Why go back to living in the past whenever your future's forward? Well, like you're saying, we don't see it, but we got to walk by faith and not by sight. Exactly. All right, everyone, we have we're at our stopping point today. We have so much to talk about next week, so hang tight with us. And keep going forward because we have so much more to share. Have a great day and see you soon. Mm-hmm.